Oh my god! What? I can only. He just threw the fucking muffin at the wall. This morning, your sister incest bitch. Good God, incest bitch. We, we, I think we know who that is. <laughs> He's in mass right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, it's Mel. And Kim. And we're back. We are back. We are back. I am actually really excited about today's episode. Yes, I am too. I am really, really excited. Last week we told you we were going to come and do a mental health episode and and basically what that's around. And listen, we do not claim to be like reviewers for movies. This is actually out of the norm for us. We don't really do this. Um, But we we felt like we needed to do one um, on the Joker. Yes. Yes, we just saw it. Absolutely loved, loved it. it. Um, I know there was a lot of controversy around the film, but I'm like, you know, I think it'd be really great to actually talk about this because, um, you know, it's such a real thing. Yeah. It, it is legitly such a real thing. So I'd like to talk about like some of the controversy, some of the things we took out of it, and just yeah. kind of put it out there. And, and for people that don't know, it's not really just a Batman Joker movie. It's, that is, it's, it's not at all. Yeah. Yes, it's not at all. Basically, it's the backstory of his life and, and why he became who he is, yeah. what happened to him along the way to me. And I think that was part of the controversy. Yes. That was part of the controversy um, that people would see his character and they would, you know, think that, okay, so people get kicked down and stuff like that. Right. And it's okay to be a violent person because of it or turn into something that you're not. And at the end of the day, that is what happens a lot. It, it, it is. is what happens. It's Ex- very realistic. Especially when you have a mental illness already behind there, you. And you don't know how to handle it. Yes. And, and nobody's helping you handle it. And that was a big thing for me in this movie because I actually had, like, there were some scenes that I was like, oh my God, I could fucking relate to this. And, you know, they were, you know, I saw, we, we looked up some reviews and somebody was like, yeah, and I love how they subtly called out politics and mental health. Um, you know, organizations and and stuff like that. And somebody actually responded, I don't think there was anything subtle about it. And I'll tell you what, subtle or not, the message was powerful. However, I think they did a great fucking job calling it out because it is fact. Yes, it is. The things that were said in this movie hit me hard. And again, because I have personal relation to it. Um. So, yeah, so the controversy behind it basically was, well, let's talk about this for a second, too. The, the, the thing is, is, you know, everybody's like, oh, this is going to strike a chord because people are going to think now if this happens to you, it's OK, because, you know, they kind by the way, spoiler alert, if you've not seen the movie. OK, um, but, you know, he he's doing these things and he's almost seen as I mean, like he has tons of people behind him like people are like yes and there's like riots and they're rooting for him and you almost feel bad for him and I remember not to call you out we saw this together I actually this was my second time I wanted to get refreshed not that you know I didn't really remember because I just saw it like a couple weeks ago but I loved it Um, but I wanted you to see it right because I'm like, I just can't And I wanted to see it. it as it was. Yeah. And I'm like, I just can't explain it. Like, I'd rather you see it to get your own thoughts off of your opinion rather mm-hmm. than my explanation of it. Um, but where was I go? Oh, at one point in the movie, <laughs> you know what's coming, right? I do. Um, uh, at one point in the movie when it, it's almost, it, it is kind of the final scene where he snaps. A whole bunch of stuff is happening to him. Now he's on the train. And uh, these three guys come and and they start uh, ridiculing him and making fun okay, of him but, and beat him. But not to cut you off. Yes. But they were actually starting to torment a girl. And yes. he was watching it. Yes. 
And he, you know, there was a scene and, and he kind of distracted it. And then they came after him. Yes, correct. Just so it wasn't just what they did to him. These were three people that obviously did go after anybody. Right. You know? Right, exactly. So, you know, they're they're beating him. They're beating the shit out of him. They got him on the ground. They're kicking him. They're making fun of him. And finally, he takes the gun that he has. And that was and it. He, he, he snapped and he shoots him. And you leaned in my ear and said, I would have did the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like, you know, there well, fucking in that is. case, like, it was self-defense. He didn't just randomly pick three people and start shooting. Right. He was. They three of them on him. Exactly. And then there was also another scene specifically in the movie where um, he is with the girl. Okay. At the time you think, you know, this girl and, um, and he's looking at the paper of him, him on there. And, you know, she makes a comment, she's standing next to him and, you know, it shows that he shot these three guys, you know, whatever. And she makes a comment to him and says, fuck them. That's three less assholes or, you know, what, however she worded it. And you said, that would be me. I would say, I would say the same thing. And so in turn, I think what they're saying is people would look at it like that, you know, like you did, you know, and I'm like witnessing this and I'm like, oh, this shit's going on the podcast. You didn't realize you were feeding into that side of it. So with that being said, I could understand why they were afraid. Of the controversy. What might come out of it. Mm. Let's talk about this though. Isn't this already fucking happening? Do we need a movie? It's it's been happening like this for years now. Right. So in turn, it is a little bit fucking ridiculous. This is happening. People are doing this. I mean, we don't need to go into the mass shootings and and, and all the, you know, this is happening. This is going on. Why are we going to close a blind eye to it? It is about mental health. It, it, and another thing they said is in this movie, you almost feel sorry for him. And, and in the, you know, in the end, I think what they were saying was you feel sorry for him. So like when he does all these things, you're, you're kind of rooting for him, right. you know? And I think they were saying, you know, so you're showing these people that that's okay, that it, that it's okay. And you're going to be rooting for them if they go ahead and do these mass shootings. So I am not discrediting. I want to say, because I could see both sides of the right. fence here. I could understand why people would be scared of, of this, right. you know, coming out. But I think their um, actual point is we can all say, Oh my God, this person is extremely bad. And it, this is just saying, Hey, like this, this is a story they had. Maybe this makes you understand where they're coming from, that they're not just an evil person. It's stemming from something. Correct. And maybe it's an eye opener to get people help. Correct. Mental health is a very real thing in, in this society. Oh, it, is. it is very real. I want to hit on some of the things that happened in the movie now uh, going to the mental health system. And this was a guy that wasn't even not trying to get help or denying he had a problem. He was begging for help multiple times. And this is what I thought was the genius of the movie. I I legitly did. He was turned down. The help was being, uh, the clinic was being closed down where he was going for his therapy. Right, exactly. So. So he's seeing a a therapist and he's talking to her um, and he's, you know, telling her and she's asking him questions, you know, whatever. So you see this come into play, you know, early on. Um, And then it shows them back in the therapy room again where he's talking to her again and he's discussing this. And, um, you know, he says something. He says, I don't, you know, I don't, what, what was his line? It was like, I don't feel like I've ever really been alive right I don't, yes. I don't think there's a day in my life I've ever been happy you know it was something very right. very huge right. and she's like I got bad news for you we're closing the clinic and he looks at her and man did I fucking feel this and I'm mm-hmm. gonna share actually a private story I've, I've never shared it before ever on the mic but I'm going to share it in lieu of this and this is why this shit got me so much and he looks at her and he says did do you even listen to me like, you don't even listen to me. Every week I come in here. You ask the same questions. The same three questions you asked me. I just said this to you. And you, that's your response to me? You don't listen to me. This is yeah. the problem. Okay. 
I'm going to say this for the record. I'm not talking about every therapy. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. every psychiatrist out there. I'm not talking about that. But I will tell you, this is a fact. Um, I remember, it was years ago now, um, but I was going through one of my depressive states. And I uh, was feeling, I would go as far to say, well, not as far, this is the truth. I was feeling, feeling suicidal. And I would be driving down the highway and I literally would, you know how you get visions? I would literally envision myself driving off the road and into a tree. I wanted to do it. The reason I'm alive today is because my my youngest was in the back seat, okay? And I would look in the rear view mirror and he was always with me. So it's not even like I was alone. And I'd look in the rear view mirror and say, I could, I can't do that. I can't do that with him in the car. I can't, you know, and, and literally that is what stopped me. But every fiber in my being wanted, wanted to, to die. Okay. So there's the personal story I'm sharing with everybody. So taking that into what happened in this movie, um, I was at wit's end. I wanted help. I needed help. I have kids. I, I, I know I know it's wrong. I, I know I can't do this. And people are depending. I'm like, I know. And I'm going for help. And I get into the therapist office and I, dude, I, I don't think I've ever cried more in my life. I'm, I'm crying, I'm hyperventilating and I'm saying, I want to kill myself. I am having visions. This is getting very real. I am scared for the day. There's no one in that rear view mirror for me to see and I do it. And I am laying it all out there, Kim. I promise you, I am laying it all out there to me or to her. And when I'm done, speaking i swear to god she looks at her wrist her watch and she says okay um well we're out of time for this week she said so you know we'll discuss it more next week and i looked at her and i said are you fucking kidding me i am telling you i am going to kill myself but help me you know, and i and i couldn't believe that she was focusing on the, the time. time that was up and, and, and it was mind-blowing. It, it, it was, I, I, I don't ever remember feeling so helpless in my life. Like, if this lady's not going to take me serious and she's there for my help, who the fuck is going to take me seriously? And she said, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, we have other people coming in. And, I'm, and, and again, I was like, but I'm telling you, I want, like, how the fuck can you be worried about your watch? Now I'm, like, combative with her because right. I could not believe that's all she cared about. And, uh, and in the end, that was it. The, the appointment was over and I ended up leaving and I sat in the car and I cried. I was in disbelief. I'm like, I cannot believe this. And I thought about it in turn for some reason in my mind, even though I was still going throughout and feeling that she did ironically almost help me in a way. Cause then instead of being like, fuck it, which most people might do is my point. She doesn't even care. She was my last hope and all she gave a fuck about was the time. It almost made me want to survive to spite her in some weird way. I no, swear. I you know I what it. I mean? It was like, fuck that bitch. Right, I'll show right, her. Right. The point is, is not everybody might act like that. That could have been somewhat. So when that part of the movie fucking came, that hit me in a way. Right. That. You're very close to home. Yes. And I, I loved that they did that because I promise if they're calling it out on that movie that this is well known to happen or happening, it happened to me. I know other people who have had some experiences like that. This shit is real. And, 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 and a lot of people, they don't give a fuck. Time's up. Time's up. There you go. Here's your meds. Let me just write this script for you. And, and that part was so fucking compelling to me. And I remember there was also like the mental health, they were upset about that part. And my thing is, again, not everybody, but fuck you. You should be called out. You assholes should be called out because this does happen. And then she says, when she explained it, or, you know, we're closing down, she says to him, Arthur, they don't care about people like you. And I do believe that is real too. And I, I believe that. I mean, and then she even and says. She followed up. Yes. And they don't care about people, people like, like me. me. Yes. Like people like me helping people like you in my yeah. position. Correct. Yeah. And 
And I thought it was because, man, I'm telling you, it's real. The shit is real. You know, if you don't want to be called out like that and you're having a problem with it, maybe you should change your shit, right? And still, and still, okay, in the time before, the very first time he goes, he is starting to lose control. He feels it. He knows. Yeah. And he asks her, can you up my meds? And she's like, well, you're on seven of them. You're on seven you of them be, already. They got to be doing something for you. But he knew he wasn't okay. And he tried. He tried. And even after that other scene where she goes in, where he goes in there and or when she says they don't care about people and he has already lost control. He already yes. did the, the shooting. He's already yeah. kind of turning into this other character. Mm-hmm. So he knows. He says... But what about my meds? Where will I get my medicine from? You know, it's just she's just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, there you go. Fucking sorry. You're not getting your meds, and now you're like, and this is oh my god, I cannot stress enough that I felt that shit. I yes. felt that shit because they, in the end, they. I don't think that, and this is going to lead to another subject too. I don't want to get off the movie subject, okay. but there's other things and organizations like this who in the end examples of they just don't care uh, about the people who who need it and again i'm not saying everybody i'm not speaking for everybody i'm saying this shit is real okay and that part it hit me it it hit me that yeah they should have called it out um is there anything you want to say here in between because i don't want to like skip all the way to the end of the movie but go ahead no, your um, feelings thoughts no i think the movie was very good i i could relate to um parts of it there's parts of it that i look at like you called me out on yep that would be me i'm not saying i want people to go around start and mm-hmm. killing people i'm just saying my mind frame would be the same the same way uh he was not just targeting anyone uh there's actually another part where he does he uh kill somebody that had done a lot of messed up things to him and pretended to be his friend but had really made fun of him and gotten him into trouble and there was a guy that had been by his side through the whole thing and he watched him do it and he was scared and he's like I'm not gonna hurt you like you never did anything bad to me so he was not just Right. Acting. Yeah, he told him, go ahead, you could leave. Like, yeah, it's okay. You leave. As a matter of fact, well, first of all, I just have to point this part out because it may have been the funniest fucking thing right, ever, right. right? But as he's walking by, like, he's like, Rah! and like, yeah. he, he like moves, and of course, like, the guy, like, fucking uh, yeah. freaks out. I laughed my ass off. Like, yes. I am not even going to lie. I roared through the movie theater. And right. I, I believe I even yelled, that's so fucked up. Right, right. You know, because it's something that I literally would do too. Like, I would do. Like, right. You know, just right. kind of do like the scare factor, which I thought that was like a nice touch. But as he opens the door for him, he says, you're the only one who has ever been nice to me. Kisses him on the head. Thank yeah. you. You're free to go. Yeah. So exactly. That's a good point. He wasn't just going after everybody. It yeah, was or everybody thinking that thought, everybody's bad or being delusional yes. that everyone was just bad. It was literally just to the people that had really been mean to him. Yes. Really mean to him. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that that was a great scene too. Again, not it condoning showed, no. to hurt somebody that's nope. been mean to you. I'm just saying nope. he was not that far gone where he just was killing people just to kill people. Exactly. It all had a, a reason behind it. Exactly. And I thought that was a brilliant part of the movie and very important too. Yes. I do think that was very important because it it kind of. Um, it, it kind of, you know, exactly shows he wasn't just crazy and killing everybody. Yeah. Um, it's not what they're saying. Like, oh, people are going to think it's a license to go ahead and kill these innocent people. Because in the end, and do you know the first time I saw the movie, I actually saw it with uh, two of my kids, my teenagers. And I said, when we left the theater, I really pointed out that part. And and, and this is something I've I've always done. And I think it's just because, like school shootings scared the shit out of me probably like everybody else in the world who has to send their kids to school and you just you just never know um and i remember saying to them be nice to everybody even when this you know going back to when my my um oldest was in high school her and her friend merle and i used to say when you start high school 
be nice to everybody because you never know what they're dealing with. Always smile. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If they're treating you like shit and bullying you, I don't expect you to just smile and take it, yeah. you know. But, you know, if you see a bunch of kids and they're making fun of this guy because he's a loner, don't you fucking jump on that ship. Right. Don't you jump on that ship because, A, you're better than that. Right. And, B, if something happens and that person does get to that point, you were the kid that was nice to him. Yeah. And I fucking made an example out of that scene so bad. Like, this right. is why I... Do you see yeah. what happened? And listen, when something like ha like this happens, I understand sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Not getting into it. We've already talked extensively before about the Sandy Hook. Obviously, he was just a fucking dick with no rhyme, reason, mo you know... But in situations with peers or something like that, not that it's a guarantee, but you might have a better chance if you are. And and I said, this is why I've told you guys for years, don't be that guy or girl. Don't be that person. Um, because in the end, that could make or break a situation. Yes. Um, I thought it was a really important part. I, I, I really, too. really did. I really and did. I thought it was, a, again, it was an example that I could say, see? This is what I mean. And like I said, I know it doesn't always go down like that. But, man, you just think about, okay, if it does, th there's the thing. Like, I, right. you know, I said this and, and this is why. So, yeah, that was a very crucial part for, for me as well. I loved that. Um, now, we're kind of skipping and we probably go all over the place. Because, um, obviously, as you all know, we never go into this with notes. So, our minds, and we're, and we're already scattered brains. Right, Everybody right. knows Mel and Kim have scattered brains. Let's just take it to the end for a minute, okay? okay? When he is sitting on Murray's couch, um, Murray was played by Robert De Niro, by the way. Very yes. nice surprise. I didn't know he was going to be yeah. in it. And then even last night, you're like, is that Robert De Niro? Yeah. No. I'm like, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so he's sitting on the couch and he's... We have to kind of give the background. He always kind of looked up to this yes. guy watching him on TV every single night. Was really, really fond of him. Thought highly of him. So it wasn't just like someone, you know, out of the blue. It was mm -hmm. someone he really did idolize. He really did. Yeah. But before this scene, he saw Robert De Niro air a, a clip of him and really making fun of him. Yes. And ridiculing him on, on national TV. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so they and so then um, they end up calling him and saying, "Hey, the clip went over well. People want to see you on the show. Let's get you on the show." Um, and so they ask him to to be on the show. Now, in his mind, this is what I couldn't make out. In his mind, I think he was already convinced that it was he wanted him on the show for ratings and to ridicule him and make yes. fun of him. I think he was already convinced because there is that moment. And I don't know if you picked up on this. We didn't talk about this, but before he goes out there, there is that moment where he walks in um, and he meets Murray for the first time. Yeah. And Murray's actually a really nice guy. It's okay. If that's what you want. Okay. Hey. And then you, cause the guy with him was like, Oh, we, we can't do that. What do you No, It's all right. If he wants to do that. But, and like, he seemed like a real genuine guy. Right. Like he wasn't there to make fun of him or be mean to him or whatever. But I think at that point, the damage was probably done. Right. Um, and so they, they get out there and, and he asks him, you know, can you introduce, can you do me one more favor? Can you introduce me as the Joker? That's what you called me, remember? Last, you gave me that name last time we were on the show, right? So now already, like, the stab is there yeah. and he's feeling a certain way. Anyway, all of that to say, he gets on the couch. And when he goes on his sabbatical speech, man, I felt that shit. That yes. is another thing that, like... He was so fucking right on some of the things he said. Like, I was like, holy shit. Now, everyone's like, oh, my God, he's crazy. This guy's crazy. And, like, I, 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 I get it. But what he was saying was making sense. So let's discuss some of the things that he was saying when he was on that couch. You know? Um, you know, he kept bringing up politics. He's like, this isn't. 
this isn't about politics. That's the problem with you people. Yeah. You know, it's always you're what telling you me what I can laugh at, what you're telling me I can be happy about. Oh, because he started laughing at something and he's like, that's not funny. Well, no, first, let's say this. He admits for the first time that he's the one who killed the people on the train yeah. on live show. Yes. He, 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 you know, so he, he comes out, everyone thinks he's, and that's what he said. That's not funny. And he's like, no, but really, like I fucking right. did. You know what I mean? Right. And then, yeah, and then that's when he starts getting on the sabbatical about like the only reason why you people even care is because you were told to care. If that was me that got beaten and shot on the street, you guys would just walk fucking over me. You wouldn't give a fuck about me. It's only because you were told to. Because, you know, um, John Wayne, right? Is that his name? John, yep. Wayne, yep, John Wayne. Yeah. It, the only reason you care about it is because he's making such a big deal out of it. You know, if the... And, and again, they did say there were subtle hints at politics, which this is true, too. I'm sorry. Yes, it's not Absolutely. even politics. Um, celebrities. You know, if anybody makes a big deal about something, their fans jump on board with the situation. Yes. And then it's a big deal. But or if it happens, we even talked about this. If something happens to a celebrity, oh, whatever, you know, whatever. But if it was us. If it was us, us little fucking people that it happened to, no, it, nobody would give I. a fuck. Yeah. Nobody would give a fuck. Nobody would bat. We'd be in jail. We'd be like nobody yeah. cares unless you have some kind of status, you know. And uh, so that's what he's calling out basically, right. and, and and he's you know saying this, right. and he's it. I, as a matter of fact, I almost wanted to record it. Right, when right, we were, right. I almost pulled out my to right, like because right. I remembered from seeing it the first time. It, it was so powerful. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! Right. This is right. Like this is right. right. What he's saying." And everybody's like, <gasps> "You know," and like they're so shocked at what he's saying. But I don't give a fuck. Like, like I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry, people. I'm right on board with what he was saying. Right. Um, obviously, not the violence. I'm not promoting that. I'm not saying that. You know, but he, you know, and then he calls Murray out. He says, you're a bad person, too. Like, you you want to get in on this? You know, let's get in on this. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, you just had me on the show to ridicule me. You're just another one of them. All you wanted was me to be on your show just so you could get me here and make fun of me. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, I got a joke for you. What happens when the mentally ill guy and, you know, and like he starts saying... I don't remember how it was worded, but it was brilliant. But it was like, what happens when the mentally ill guy, you know, comes across the guy who brings him on the show? How and that's probably literally not what he said. So don't take it. But <laughs> you know, who brought him on the show just to make fun of him, or, or you know, thinks it's funny. What, however, he said it, and then you know, he had even no time to answer. I don't think because nah, then there, was, there you go. The violence happened, um, and it was so shocking. I, I never yeah, saw it coming. I, I never either. saw it coming. But even up to that point, before he shot the gun, the very last thing he said was like, (gasps) true. Again, truth. You know what I mean? I fucking loved the movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I loved it. No, I loved it too. I know it's controversial. controversial. I know some people out there will not agree with me, and that's fine. Like, everyone obviously has opinions. Yeah, exactly. But I loved it. On, and maybe it's because I've dealt with mental health. I know this shit is real. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Well, I think the other part of the controversial is the government, whoever you want to call it, doesn't want people to see that they're at fault. They don't want to take the blame for why these things are happening. They just want to put somebody else's face and say this is the bad person and not be looking like they're responsible for it when in the end they are. I don't know if it's actually government, but with whatever's going on with the mental health and people trying to get help and, and things like that. I think that they're more trying to protect themselves. Again, it goes back to politics. He's calling out politics. It's a real thing. They don't want that all coming out that it's on them because they want to look good. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree so with I that. So I think that's why they're probably starting a controversy on it because they're trying to keep it quiet. Exactly. And then also the scene where he goes and, and, and confronts his dad, in quotes, in the bathroom, yes. right? Yeah. So this was a very important scene because I felt like that was very important to... Uh, but see, now do we know if that really was his dad? I believe it was not. I believe it was not because, because when he found he the file, adopted, that's correct. to have the adoption uh, papers. And... Uh, 
he sorry go ahead I'm sorry. The um the guy who he thought was his father did say your mom your mother was very delusional. Right. Like she was crazy. She, like this that never happened. And you know, she was in in a hospital and this and that and he looked and all of that was true what the guy said. He did not lie to him. Right. But so when he was telling him he was coming he was coming on to him very very strongly. And what he said was um why are you yes he was upset he was talking about his mother so he's like why are you acting like this with like why why are you doing this to me you know how about just give me a fucking hug dad be civil this is the problem with the world even then he was very calm confronting the guy john wayne right he loses his shit and even then he says can't anyone just fucking be nice like what's this what's wrong with this society so again he's kind of coming back at him very roughly and screaming at him and being more mean than trying to be understanding to where he was coming from right and i think you're right that's what he was trying to say is well why are you coming at me like that why why are you saying all these mean things and talking to me so rudely why can't you hey just talk to me exactly (coughs) exactly um and and that and so i thought there were a lot of good points where he's you know he's trying he is trying again, again, not condoning anything that you know what he did on the opposing side of it. But he, there were several things where you, I mean, he definitely was trying and saying, "Why are you yelling? Why are you doing this? Why can't everybody just do that?" He was okay. Okay, so what we did, first of all, we're idiots and we're going to call ourselves out right now. It's Thomas Lane, all right? We're not down with the superhero yes. lingo. Everybody who was listening to this, I know we're like, those two blonde fucking idiots. You know they were. We're calling ourselves out. It didn't just come to us. We're not going to lie to you. We, we looked it up because I'm like, John Wayne is totally just, he's like the fucking cow. Who the fuck is he? He's right, like, right. right, it's definitely not. Um, but I actually found a clip. Of the last part that I was telling you where we were just talking about him on the couch and what he said. And I'm actually going to to play this because I think that this is, you know, it should be heard. I was trying to explain it. I couldn't remember his exact wording. So I think we're just going to go ahead and do this for for the listeners. um, And then we'll we'll talk about this. Okay. Okay? Why is everybody so upset about these guys? If it was me dying on the sidewalk, you'd walk right over me. I'd pass you every day and you don't notice me. But these guys, what, because Thomas Wayne would cry about them on TV? You have a problem with Thomas Wayne. Yes, I do. Have you seen what it's like out there, Murray? Do you ever actually leave the studio? Everybody just yells and screams at each other. Nobody's civil anymore. Nobody thinks what it's like to be the other guy. You think men like Thomas Wayne ever think what it's like to be someone like me? To be somebody but themselves, they don't. They think that we'll just sit there and take it like good little boys. That we won't werewolf and go wild. You finished? I mean, there's so much self-pity, Arthur. You sound like you're making excuses for killing those young men. Not everybody, and I'll tell you this, not everyone is awful. You're awful, Murray. Me? I'm awful? Oh, yeah? How am I awful? Playing my video. Inviting me on the show. You just wanted to make fun of me. You're just like the rest of them. You don't know the first thing about me, pal. Look what happened because of what you did. What it led to. There were riots out there. Two policemen are in critical condition. You're laughing. You're laughing. Someone was killed today because of what you did. I know. How about another joke, Murray? No, I think we've had enough of your jokes. What do you get? I don't think so. When you cross I think a mentally ill loader with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash. Call the police. I'll Jesus. tell you what you get. Call the police. Get what you fucking deserve. And there it is. Okay, so let's, yeah, (laughs) that was the final scene. Okay, again, not promoting violence. I'm not saying that, but what he says is fucking true. You cannot overlook this. Right. You cannot overlook those points. 
uh, you know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You're looking at me, so yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it was very powerful. His point was very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, not condoning the 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 murders mm-hmm. or you know d- taking that part out. Everything he said there was valid. Right. This is society. This is society. And with or without this movie, unfortunately, this is... is what it is. Yeah, this is society. This is the way it's been for a really, really long time. Um, So, you know, again, I'm I'm, I'm not saying I don't understand the critics and where they're coming from. um, Because I I do have that ability to see both sides. But I'm saying I don't think we needed this movie for, for... you know, the thing is, is there is a lot of mental health issues. Um, I, don't, I don't think we needed this movie to um, promote the violence. I, and I don't think that's what it's there to do. Correct. I think it's showing you the bigger picture of yes. the violence. Again, because it did show the scenes. He wanted help. He was going. Yeah. He was trying. He was... And not to mention, you know, I mean, this is less significant than anything else. But he had that condition of where he laughed. Yes. No matter what was happening. So it wasn't even like he was laughing that he did it. Yes. That's just his condition of what he does. So at one point I looked at you and I'm like, Kim, we need those cards. Because it was like, I have a condition. I can't help. I laugh. I laugh at the wrong times. Yeah. As a matter of fact, as he was laughing, we were laughing. I'm thinking, oh God, people are going to look around and be scared of us. Because we were like laughing at everything. But it is us. Because we do that in inappropriate situations. We can't help it. Sometimes sometimes we just don't know how else to handle it. Yes, exactly. So you have to laugh. Exactly. So I did. Not that you have to laugh. You just, that's what your body does. Right. Exactly. I actually saw another thing, which I didn't notice, but looking through some stuff, they said that he actually, did you notice this? Because I did not personally, and this could just be someone's observation that meant nothing. Right. He had two different laughs. And somebody made an observation where sometimes he was just laughing uncontrollably and sometimes he would laugh but start choking. But he didn't always do that. So they were saying, you know, maybe one laugh was different than the other because one was his condition and one was, you know, maybe whatever was going on in his head or what he was seeing or, you know, hallucination. I I don't know. I did not notice that. Um if that is something that we missed that you guys know to be true or something, you could always write us in at humorouspod at gmail.com just because I'd like to know. Right, I'd like to right. know, was there? Because we even talked about this too where we said, is it really his condition? And the only reason we asked this is because at the very last scene where he is now in the asylum and he's talking to another therapist, he starts laughing. And she says, what are you laughing at? And he says... You wouldn't understand. But as he was laughing, it went back and showed a clip, okay, of the Wayne family um, getting shot. Well, he wasn't there. He didn't witness that. He didn't see that. There was no reason to show the clip. So I was like, was he envisioning that? Was that like a part of the movie we were supposed to get that he did this laugh when bad things would go through his head that he was trying to fight was that the laugh like he he was being so nice but even still he had this disorder and like you know maybe snapping on people went through his mind and so he would laugh at that and then just kind of calm down and you know and and so i was like i don't know that brought an interesting question there at the end but I'll be honest with you, I've not watched the Batman Joker. I've not watched any of the movies. I'm completely unaware. Um, as a matter of fact, the first time I saw it, and it was like he was talking to the little kid. He's like, what's your name? And he's like, Bruce. And I'm like, isn't Bruce Wayne Batman? Yeah, but that's I was why complete- they said that to you. I'm like, yeah. is that Batman? Thing? Yeah, I was. Complete- or you said, do you know who that is? Yes, right. Yeah, because yeah. I was so proud of myself yeah. that I caught it. But I was like, oh my god, I did know Batman's yeah, real name. But like it, you know. And then it was like, oh yeah, Bat, because he was not in the, you know, the movie. This is, right. has nothing to do with Batman. So it was like, oh, that was cool. And then we were like, what is the Joker really that much older than yes. Batman? So like, we literally have no idea of any of this. Sh- right. You know, we're not down with it. We are specifically talking about this one movie you know that we saw so if there's history or or stuff like that like if anybody knows the difference of the laugh if there is a difference if he is seeing these like we wouldn't know it and so that's why we might seem uneducated on now maybe that and and i didn't pick up on it i'll be honest i didn't i I, I think i did at some points like notice there was a little different a laugh but i didn't think anything of it 
But maybe in the beginning it was his condition. Yes. But maybe as things got worse and things were getting out of control, he took on a new laugh. Right. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what you it know, was, like too. Now I he's going to yeah. laugh a little bit harder or whatever because in that one... Um, and that one part where he was, what the hell is he doing? Um, when he was trying to do the the comedy, the one that yes. was filmed, that one he was laughing extremely hard on. Right. Like he couldn't even like talk for that one. Right. So I'm wondering if like he did have an actual laugh that was a condition, but as his other condition got worse and now at this point he's not on his meds most likely because he didn't know how he was yeah he didn't get the, it's even says at the end i'm off my head my meds yes, and, and i'm feeling I, great I, you know like yeah which was funny because yeah. Yeah. just <laughs> earlier in the day <laughs> just earlier in the day i'm on meds myself okay yes. obviously not as um strong or you know needing them as much but I am on meds, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and I came up here. I came to visit. I didn't even bring any of my meds. And I said to her, are you feeling anything? She's like, nothing you need to worry about. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Wait a minute. What do you mean? And she's laughing like the Joker. Ha, 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 ha. My stories. I'm like, what? No, really? What does that mean? I'm like, you know, I can feel it in my head, but yeah. Yeah. Not gonna do anything to you. Yeah. <laughs> Another personal relation to that movie. Yeah. And so when he said that, I'm off my meds and I feel great. We just kind of looked at each other. Oh like, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely fit in watching that movie and being able to relate on different levels. Right. On all different levels, not just Watching it and saying, oh, yeah, I could understand that. I, like, we can actually feel yes. the pain or, or yes. on, on a lot of different levels. Yes, and here's another thing. When she says to him, Arthur, you're already on seven meds. When he says, can you up my meds? Obviously, it's not helping. He's asking, can you up my meds? Help me. Yeah. You're already on seven meds. So this brings the other okay, question. But now, oh, okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. To bring, okay, you go so ahead. I was going to bring up, now, nowadays... It's kind of hard because who's really, some people are getting meds to, to sell them to other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So now he's saying up my meds and it might be like they don't want to up the meds because now they don't know if he's really calling for help. Right. Or if he's just wanting to feel a certain way off of the meds or sell the meds for something and maybe someone needs a higher dosage. True. That's a very good point. What I took out of that is, okay, if, if if my patient, personally, I'm in her position, my patient comes to me and says, can you up my meds? Okay. And they're on seven meds and it's not helping. My first instinct is, okay, if you're on seven meds and it's not helping, obviously something's not working for you. We need to switch around yes. your meds. Okay. So why was he even on seven meds? She knew it wasn't working. She saw him every fucking week. You know, however, when he went in there, he's telling you it's not working. At what point don't you say, okay, you're on seven meds, you know, and it's not working. Obviously, you're on one or two or three that are not doing Doing it for you because there's several out there. Let's try to switch them up. But there was none of that. It was, hey, you're on seven. What do you want us to do? We can't do anything for it. We gave you the most we could give you and that's it. Exactly. Deal with it. And why are you on seven meds to begin with? You know what I mean? It does get handed out like water. You you have to know that obviously him going to that therapist, they knew he had a lot of... Yes issues and he's saying it's not helping he was it is not helping me at what point don't you because you know different ssris you're not to get like technical they they work different ssis ssris and they work different you got to kind of experiment obviously whatever's on going on with him is not being taken care of like what and you know I don't know. Now we're getting deeper into the thing. Yeah, I was know, it was say. just a part of the movie, but I think it is crucial to how they handle it. Oh, just take another med. Take another med. You'll be fine. Here you go. Another. I think this is a real thing, too. Well, and also the fact that he was constantly writing about death. Yes. And yeah, I hope my death means more than my life. Makes it more sense makes than more my sense life. Makes more sense than my right. life. And he was constantly, and I believe at one point, the, the therapist saw his book and saw the thing. She did see that. And she and called it out. And she was even like, you know, and she, she said that line. And she was, you know, 
But I think at that point... Oh, even when he was in there and he's like, I, you know, I put some of my jokes in here. I told you I'm going to be yep. a comedian. She's like, oh, no, you did it. No, she was like, no, I don't remember you telling me. And he's like, and he's, yes, I did. Yeah, and he's kind of looking at her like, I, I did. And again, another, you don't listen. You yep. don't fucking listen to me. And, you know, so there were just a lot of things in that scene alone, which brought us to not to get off the, the mental health thing, but we do want to touch on this before we go. Um, it, you know, just getting to the part of these organizations don't care and just kind of toss toss you off. This is not the extent of it. It's not just mental health. Um, it is also uh, the drugs yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to take over from here and just, you know, say a little bit about that. Well, well for, first, let me say this. We've talked about this. Uh, a lot um, how we were actually in complete shock when we found out they were making safety houses yeah. for heroin addicts. Yeah, it, It's you, a safe place where safe you can place. go and shoot up and it's a full staff. It's free and mm -hmm. there's nurses there to make sure you have clean needles and that when you do your batch or whatever it is, you don't die. Or if you start to overdose, they're there to save you instead of spending that money to make more rehabs or making it easier for addicts to get into rehabs. It which they just, deny when you go to the hospital. Which they deny. And again, I'll let you tell your story and talk because you have experience with it. They deny and say, hey, like we don't have it. Insurance yeah, doesn't have it. If you, if you get somebody clean, if you yeah. get somebody clean, they cannot go in. Yes. You have to have a certain amount in your system. If you have a little bit, They'll still reject you. Yes. You have to have over a certain amount. So so what now? You're, you, someone you know is, is getting clean. They've been clean for a few days, but they need to get away and go with it. They will refuse you until you use again, but use a good amount to get in. It's not yes. even like just have something in your system. Right. So we can't help you. We don't have funding. We don't. What do you, yeah. what do, what do you want us to do? Like, it's not our job, but... Hey, we have or money we to open these things yeah. and fund people to be here for safety. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. It is. It is fucking ridiculous. And it's an epidemic in this world. It's an and epidemic. And then you look at, okay, you, you go on to methadone to get off. They do not follow through to reduce the amount you get or right. to wean you off of it. If you don't complain, they will give you the same amount for the next 30 years until you either stop going or you screw up and they kick you other than that they're, they're not monitoring hey how's it making you feel how is this it's nothing right so it's like are you really trying to benefit them or are you just trying to because <clears throat> I'm not saying methadone is bad right because i do believe it's it's got its usefulness but in reality methadone is basically the drug heroin yeah just coming in a legal form that the government gets paid off of giving it to you. So are you really in, I mean, okay, I can look at it that, okay, the people that are on it aren't going to be doing heroin on the streets and die of fentanyl, right. but they're still addicted to the same thing. It's just the way the government gives it to you and they make their money off of it. Exactly. exactly. And I'm sure I'll have a lot of backlash about that, but that's, exactly how I feel about but it. But you know what? Before anybody gives backlash about that, I just want to say, not to get too personal, you could disclose whatever you want to and what not to. She's not just saying this. I am saying this out of what I see, what I observe, what I know, what I hear through her experiences. She knows. You've I have been through, through this with a family, family member. member. Okay, so she has been there. She knows the system. She has seen the unhelp in this system. So I have also seen... Um, being at a hospital night after night with a, a family member overdosing and overdosing and begging and pleading with doctors and nurses, please keep her here. Well, we can't. She's of age, but, but she's going to do it again. Yep. And when she comes in, we'll just try to save her again. Mm -hmm. um, talking to the police, talking to the, the courts. And I'm not going to get off subject. No, no, please. I want, I want, no, no. But it's well, like I mean, even, let's just if we're gonna call it out, let's call it out. Like, like we got one, we got we got one episode to just call out. I mean, let's okay. just call it out because this is the whole society as a whole. We are right. not just talking about mental health. Mental health is something dear to me. I've been yeah. through it. I know a lot of people who go through it. It is definitely out there. This is you know, but there are other issues. Yes. This society as a whole does not end there when it the, comes to fail the courts and. 
you know, repeated offender and they keep letting them go and keep letting them go. And it's like, are, are you just, are they just waiting for you to drop that on the side of the road or mm -hmm. wherever you may drop that? Or because if you really wanted to stop it, you would just put them somewhere, make the law or allow if someone is over the age of 18, okay, and their parent is, is at every court date, is at this, and this is that, and is begging and pleading for help to please, let, let me just, that they would do something. Right. I've been to uh, public defenders. I've, uh, I don't think I've actually pl pl pled with a judge yet. But everybody else I have. Um, Probation pro officers? Parole officers, parole, yeah. everything. And I'm um, like, you know, I was told, you know, if uh, this person does one thing wrong, she'll go right back to jail. How many things were done wrong so far? At least five that I'm aware of. And then they don't even tell me that they were wrong. Right. Um, a couple were obvious and it was just like, okay, you know, I gave her a warning. Okay, well, you're not teaching her that she's going to get in trouble. Right. So now when she does it again, don't look at me of, of what's going on. And that is a huge thing we talk about enabling. Mm -hmm. Okay, society enables. Um, so there is continued behavior because nobody does anything. Nobody slaps the sentence down. Nobody says, okay, listen. Okay, this family member, if I could just ask a personal question, how many times have they been Norcanned? Oh, I, I, I can't even count anymore how many times. Estimate. 16, 16 overdoses, three times declared dead and brought back. Okay, and nobody... Court Nobody's system, hospital, wait, hospital, court system, um, I guess those are the two main ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, probation officers, please, please, I'm begging you, please, just, this just is what they if, need. If this happens, please tell me because. No, but I'm saying yeah. even where you have gone and said, please, yes. she, there's a court date here. Please, this is what she needs. Please do, do this. Has any of it ever happened? Oh, Has we have ever resulted? We can't discuss this with you because she's over the age of 18. Okay. Um, but has it you... ever happened? Has there ever been help? Has there, she... was, there was one one judge mm -hmm. that really tried to, yes. to do it, but she found a way around that. Uh-huh. And then after that one judge tried and put her where he thought she needed to be, and she got out of that place and went to you know, the person overlooking her, again, how many? Yeah. Five times she has now broken the rules and she's still on the streets. This is my point, everybody. Yeah. The point is, is, is again, it's not just... It's not just, just mental health. No, it's it is anybody not. that needs help, but they're just not... But if this person was a big, uh, big time person, it would be all over the place. Right. That they're trying to do whatever. And I am not saying, I am not taking the 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 guilt or, or anything off no. of the person that we are discussing. I'm not saying they're not doing their own actions. I'm I'm not saying it wouldn't be you know their A fault in the who scheme has of things. An issue is always going to try and push boundaries. Right. But I am not saying that it wouldn't be their fault. Like, okay, if there was another, let's say, OD where maybe uh, Norcan would not help at the end of the day, um, okay, they're the ones who made the choice to do it, uh, you know, whatever. But I'm saying there would be a lot of blood. What, how, what's the expression? Blood on everyone's hands? Yes. Out there who really honestly could have helped this situation over the course of years. We're not even just talking, by the way. Right. For days or months, it's, it's right? been almost three years. Right, and no, and nobody, I, I, I just don't get it. I know you are completely, you know, I mean, and, I, I and can't even imagine. And it's funny because I've been called out plenty of times while you enable her. You allow this, you allow that. Now and I have been one of them. I'll admit it. Yes. And now, I've actually gone to um, different officers involved in this, pleading with them. Okay, if this goes on, like she's got to go. Like yes. that's just how it is. She's got to go. She's got to go. She's got to go. I, I have two other ones in the house that that cannot be around this. Yes. And now, like, you are doing I'm everything you are supposed to do. I am do. actually yes. ratting out on someone yep. to try to help them. And now the person over me that could do it, 
is not. Right. Exactly. But anyone on the outside not knowing that would look at me and say, well, this happened and this happened. Why is she still there? Well, it is what it is. I, I've gone to them. I've asked them for help. They're actually um, withholding information from me because they go back to she's over the age of 18 and keeping it from me and not even admitting to me. Exactly. Exactly. So it can. it's not even at this point where... I'm sticking up. Nope. Or I'm covering or I'm not letting something uh, be known. Well, you are saying, please help. Please help because if not, you know, she will die. Yeah. Oh, I've cried in the courts. You know, she is. And one defender, public defender, did acknowledge me. And he did try for 15 minutes. But at the end of the day, it's it's her choice um, of what she wants to do. Yes, right. So it's, you know, it's like a little kid. You give a little kid a huge bag of candy. Yes. And you tell them, okay, but only take one piece. And you walk out of the room. The trust you, system, yes. And you come back in and you see they have three more. And you say something, but you don't take the candy away. You don't think they're going to keep going back in and taking the candy? For the most part, they, now there are some kids. That will say I was only supposed to have one. But for the most part, you're going to push your boundaries. If no one is stopping it or saying, hey, you're not supposed to do this and do a, um, what do you call it? Like, um, not a punishment, but a consequence. Consequence, yeah. Consequence, it's going to be, well, then why am I going to bother stopping? Because nothing's going to happen if, if I don't. Exactly. Absolutely. And this is... This is the problem. I mean, there's so many. I mean, honestly, we could probably just do a whole. I mean, we could literally talk all day about society and and their lack of uh, and the problems and 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 that are going on and and everybody who partakes in that, you know, as a whole and and these organizations and, and just and, and ev- this movie just brings on. Again, we're thinking out of the box of the movie, too. But it's like, you know, it's not just these people. It's this one and this one and these people and these people. And, you know, by the time we go, I mean, we could, again, we could just be here for days discussing, you know, everybody who does not, who allows shit to happen. Um, and it's sad and it's scary. And, and that's why I go back to, you know, society as a whole. Yeah. Um, is just, I don't even, it, it, I mean, how many times scary. have I called you crying? Nobody yes. will listen to me. Nobody yes. will help me. Like, and you'll say, did you, did you say this? I did. And I, and I added this, this, and this, but at the end of the day, nothing's done. Exactly. And that, and that is the problem. Nothing, nothing is done and shit falls through the cracks and you know and the same for mental health it's you get put on a medication the medication is not a wonder drug right you have to have the therapist along with it you have to have someone to talk to to express your feelings because those little pills they don't make the thoughts go away they might help calm you down. Yep. They say it's 50% medicine, 50% therapy. You need the therapy. You have to discuss it and redirect. And you yeah. know, there is methods and to therapy. I, I know people who have been on meds for 15 years, but they don't go and see a therapist. They, the doctor only sees them every six months just for a physical. Maybe it's not even six months. Maybe it's a year. Yes. You know, just for a regular physical, you're okay, yep, okay, well, here's your your prescription for another six months, you know, I'll see you next year. Exactly. You're and, right. And then it's like, no one's monitoring it. Should it be switched? Should it be up? Should it be lowered? I, um, I actually, this, I was thinking of this actually during the Joker movie when he's, you know, saying my meds don't help me. Yeah. And... Last year, I actually took myself off the meds because I did not feel they were helping me. Yeah. And my doctor gave me a paper to to fill out a couple questions, you know, answer yes or no or whatever. And, you know, I answered them honestly. And I went in and he's like, okay, why'd you take yourself off your meds? I'm like, they weren't working. And he, and he held up the paper and he's like, okay, but when you were on them, you didn't fill it out like this. And it was actually, you know, are you sleeping a lot? Are you doing this? Or the think, questionnaire, the yeah, big questionnaire. Yeah, yeah, I think I answered yes on everything except for the fact that I was suicidal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but when you were on it, you were not filling it out like this. So he said, you know, put yourself back on it. 
Sometimes you can't feel if it's working. Right. You don't notice it. You feel like, okay, it's, just, you know, I feel okay. But here he is actually saying, I I need something. I need something more. Yes. You know? Absolutely. That That's it. And I didn't even see him getting a questionnaire. Like, yeah, right? do you feel this way? Or are you sleeping more? Like, she didn't ask any questions as to why do you feel you need more? Are you acting out? Or are you doing this? Or what is causing you to th- like nothing it was just more like you're already on seven exactly that's yeah that's it it's not it's yeah it's um you know i i don't even it was very mind-blowing it was eye-opening and i remember leaving the theater and just being like wow it again the message was very clear and very powerful and i do think that that they nailed it not promoting the violence not promoting any of that but all the fucking statements were so fucking spot on and i'm sticking by that and then and you know if we get we get hate mail you know that's you know whatever it's fine we're just trying to explain how we feel about mm-hmm. it but you know and also too this is another thing i know we got to wrap it up but this is another thing i've come to learn if people don't deal with the mental illness side of some people just don't they don't have it they don't know anybody with you know these there's lucky people out there who who just just don't don't know again with the drugs going to the drugs or you know anything like that if they don't know they they don't have and we talked about this with with autism too not to get way off subject but when we didn't have to know we didn't know we didn't know we just knew what we were told so we looked at autism differently it was scary it was we just don't know you know where people if they don't have experience with it or never had to deal with it, I think it is kind of looked down upon and shunned. And they don't realize it is literally such a big thing in in this society. They don't, you know, and nobody cares until, or not nobody, but, you know, a lot of people are, I I don't like to stereotype, everybody knows this about me, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever, but, you know, until Robin Williams kills himself, or somebody from a band, depression is a big thing. Yeah, let's discuss depression and suicide now, because they did it, but again, same thing with addicts. Right, yes, exactly, now Uh, it's a a big big celebrity overdoses, or almost overdoses, it's all over and it's all over meaning like the news and and everything but for the millions of people that's that suffer of it every day yeah there's nothing there really isn't it really really isn't it isn't and it's you know I, i don't know i don't know kim it's it's very um it's sad and and it's scary and again i think that calling out society for what it is is it's not a bad thing and i do believe that's what they did yeah and i'm gonna say fucking right on like yeah, you know what job. i'm saying good job i i fuck i'm i'm, I'm, I'm applauding yeah, you right here right here on humorous podcast and this obviously sometimes we, we don't get into the you know the humor of it and because we just have something that you know we want to say and this was something that really we both felt was wasn't yeah and important to say and and people just don't understand i i'm trying i've been trying to look for the um i know we're over an hour here so i know we have to wrap it up but i've literally have been trying to scroll for that one line that i and i you know i remember kind of but i don't remember the specific quote of what he said and i've been seeing it until i need it right now but it was so powerful too, and I've not been able to find it. And I don't get, I've, I've gotten to like every Joker quote, right. except for that. But it was something about the problem with mental illness. You know what I'm trying to, the, the quote as the problem with mental illness is society expects you to behave like it doesn't exist or, or something like that. It, it was something um, along those lines. And that was another thing that really, really, um, it, it got me. I, I really, I felt it. But like I said, I know that wasn't the direct thing, but it was along those lines. And I've been seeing it every day and I can't find it. I almost screenshot it too, but I, I didn't um, when the movie first came out because it was something that I, I actually, I felt uh, hardcore uh, in my bones. But again, a lot of call outs were made to a lot of people, a lot of organizations, society within themselves. Um, and I think every single one was well-deserved. So I guess we'll just end it at that because I'm still scrolling here like an idiot and we're going over time even as we speak. 
Um, I'll wrap up the show, and if, you know, it comes to mind, I guess I'll spit it out at the final end. Um, But anyway, as always, you could find this episode and all other episodes on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and our website, www.humorouspodcast.com. I think Kim found it because she's looking at me. (laughs) All right, I'm not positive. Is it? I'm trying to get it to... The worst part of having a mental illness is people expect you to behave as if you don't. Bam. And there it is. Thank you very much, Kim. I spent 30 minutes. She spent (laughs) one second. All right. So she's the star of the day. Uh, But we're going to leave you on that note because that's another hard truth, to be honest with you. Very sad truth. But um, this is Mal. And Kim. And we will. uh, Oh, as a matter of fact, humorouspod at gmail.com. If you have anything to say, positive or negative, to what we said and our views, opinions, the movie itself, please write it in because I would love to actually hear your thoughts on on any or all of it. Um, So please actually do that. I'd love to go through it and and, and see um, what you're feeling about it and what we said or the movie in general. Um, Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Humorous theme song is brought to you courtesy of our very beautiful and extremely talented friend, El Sira. Go find her on Facebook today, like her music, and go find a show near you. I promise you will not regret it.